0: Welcome to Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast, Episode 109. Go, Team Celeste! Representing us gamer girls, I mean, gamers. March 3rd, 2013. for joining us in another episode of our podcast. You know, podcast! I, re- I really need to get a new uh, opening for our podcast. I say that almost every episode. It sounds so generic now. Well, just like, uh, and I have with me Patrick, what it do, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> and I'm your host, Jeremy.
1: Exactly. I do the same every week. Oh,
0: I'm touching myself. I do the same every week. It's just kind of been a habit. So, with that... I have with me Patrick. What it do? And I am your host, Jeremy. And he's touching himself. <laughs> Alright, so let's, uh, well, I, yeah, no podcast news or anything, so let's get right into what we've been playing. I got a short list this week. Uh, I played some more Eve of Genesis, which I mentioned, I believe it was either last podcast or the one before. It's a role-playing game on Android and iOS, um I played probably another half hour to an hour of it. Uh it it's it's again, the more I play it, the more it, it's like some of the basic things that, that you have in, in even even old school uh SNES and and PS and then P, and then PS1 time era. It doesn't have some of the features that you'd expect. But you know, for uh what amounted to be free for me, but I think it's like under five bucks now. Um, I'll game on your mobile. It, it's a lot of fun, and I'm having a lot of fun. It's a good story so far. Um, so it's one of those things. I'll continue to play it. Basically, I'm playing it in my spare time only. Uh huh. Like um, as in like you know, when I'm waiting for someone or or you know I'm I'm out and I'm not. Basically, driving. you're
1: out. You're out, and the only entertainment you have is your phone.
0: There you go. That's exactly it. Thank you for clarifying, because I was just rambling on there. (laughs) It sounded like you were having a little trouble there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I was. All right. I was there to smack you upside the head, you know. (laughs) Second game on my list kind of made me a little mad, but also made me remember why I liked this game in the first place. Uh, I mentioned that I picked up Zone of the Enders HD Remake, or Remix, whatever it is, last, or a couple weeks ago. Well, after I beat Ghost Recon last week, I did pop this in, actually popped this in on the night after we recorded the podcast last week. And it was reminded me why i liked the game in the first place um for those of you who don't know it's very heavily japanese uh anime mech type thing um very futuristic it takes place in the future where they have colonies uh in space and these i'm guessing i don't really remember uh it's been so long since i played it originally but there's some sort of like maybe pirates or just some sort of bad company that is trying to steal all the mechs, basically, uh, and that way they they have full power over, basically, the huma- humans across all space. And they come into this area, and this kid is, like, he's running, and all his friends and family are killed and all this stuff, and he happens to run into a warehouse that has the mech that they're looking for. So he gets in it, and he kind of starts fighting re- reluctantly, reluctantly. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm having problems talking. To I don't know why. I, I apologize. Don't worry. I was like that the other the other yeah.
1: podcast. Oh, that, 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 that. I know.
0: <laughs> and but anyway, long story short, it's uh, it was one of the first dual analog stick type games where you know that it's common now. But you know, you move with the left one, you aim with the right one, and you you fire with your trigger, which is you know pretty much all shooters nowadays. But uh, and it's space, so you you know you can go up and down and all that stuff. Um, it's a lot of fun, but I would play it for about 45 minutes. I, I hadn't even saved yet. Half hour, 45 minutes in, and bam, the game crashed. <laughs> I'm talking about my 360 just locked up. I couldn't, I couldn't hit the Xbox button, nothing. And uh, I don't think this has ever happened on this system. I, it's happened on Xbox for me before, but never. I don't think it has since I got the new uh, Xbox 360 Slim or whatever they call it. So I'm pretty sure it's just the game. But I was like, oh, and I haven't put it back in since. Um, I did also bring my third and last game. I did put back in Ghost Recon Future Soldier for two reasons. As I mentioned last podcast, I fell asleep during the credits and, um, I actually put it back in and booted it up. But then I was like, you know what? Instead of redoing the last stage, which is what I would have had to do probably about an hour and, um, waiting through, you know, 15 minutes of credits, I'm just going to Google it, see if it, see if there is anything. And sure enough, there's nothing at the end. So I was like, nah. But I did play uh, some multiplayer. Uh, I didn't play too much. Maybe three matches. Uh, I feel... I mean, it's one of those things. I'm extremely weak. I was level zero. So... um, It's like in real life. Well, no. I'm not level zero anymore in the game. Um, But yeah, I mean, started level zero. I think by the time I was done, I was only level three I really hadn't unlocked anything. You start unlocking things around level four or five, and then of course all the way up. I think the level cap's like fifty or eighty or something like that. I'll probably put it back in, but I was also surprised to see that uh, there was like five game modes, and it seems like only one is uh, has any t- type of community, um, which is basically your uh, what was it? I think it's four four versus four, mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. I mean, I tried to play some of the other game modes, and I sat in the lobby for like two minutes, and no one else joined, so I kind of gave up. So pretty much, the community is already almost non-existent. Although I, I will admit, for the team, just regular, you know, for lack of a better term, deathmatch, uh, I was able to get in games within you know ten seconds. So at least there's still a community for that. But really, the game shines on its um, campaign mode. And as I said last week, if you can get 2 or 3 or if you really want to try it even 4 people together, including yourself of course, then I think that you'd have a lot fu- lot of fun in the campaign alone. Um but that's it for me this week, just those three games. I plan on I planned on playing some Skyrim thanks to uh what's her name from uh Nerdgasm that's on there? Sai
1: San – something yeah. Yeah, yeah anyway.
0: That's close she's she's a uh, she's now a part-time host on Nerdgasm, and, and she also, uh, part of a video game group on Facebook that we have, and she... is Sin.
1: Sin, sin,
0: Sin, there you go. And she talked about, fa- uh, um, sorry, uh, Skyrim so much this last week that I, I've been meaning to go upstairs and, and boot my computer up and play, but I just ended up not doing it. Uh, I probably will this week, maybe even tonight after the podcast, who knows. But yeah, that's for me. How about you, uh, Pat?
1: <clears throat> sorry, I had to clear my throat, but, um... No big surprise. Gears of War three. Um, there. I, I was getting frustrated earlier. There was I was playing it like actually before the podcast, but um, just frustrating with uh the way people are. Just I I can't even you know it's just annoying <laughs> the yeah. way like you you shoot someone right in the face point blank. And then they their gun don't even look like they're aimed at you. And, oh, no, you died, but they don't. Yeah. Or um, I got the boomer, and I shot the boomer, and it blew up, like, right near this person. And, oh, no, they, they survived. But I get a boomer goes off 20 feet away from me, and, oh, no, I died. Yeah. Uh, two things happened to me in, in, in a matter of the same, ma- uh, like, a couple of matches. And it's, I've never seen this happen before. I planted a grenade. My grenade apparently downed someone instead of killing him. Oh, and then uh, later on in the game, a different it was a different match. The guy ran past the grenade, and it blew up.
0: It didn't damage him at all. Oh, like glitched, basically.
1: Yeah, and I'm like, uh, okay, like there's something wrong with that picture. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. I was still having fun. Um, I doubt I'll get to level 100 before. The game comes out since it comes out in like two weeks. And, yeah, I was going
0: to say it's really soon.
1: Uh, yeah, I just, I, I doubt it. <laughs> but whatever. I ain't tripping. Um, Death Space 3, popped that back in. Uh, like I said, I had already beaten it. Um, but I knew, I, I heard there might be something at the end. There are normally things at the end of the Dead Space 3 games. So I popped it back in, I beat it again, and I waited you know, like 20 hours for the credits to finish. You know, one thing I was going to th- sit here and say is, man, I really don't give a shit about all these people they're thanking. Oh, like, yeah. Every no. single person has something to do with the game. Well, thank you to my mom and thank you to my dad and thank you to Grandma Grayson, who's passed away five years ago. <laughs> like, I, who, I don't care about that. Get through the credits of who did what, the music score, and that's it. <laughs> Like why do you to sit here and look at a long ass list of I want to thank my my family for being so patient with me being gone while I
0: develop this game and da da da. Well, I mean, I see what you're saying from a gamer point of view, but imagine their point of view. What is their point of view? Why do they gotta thank their family for being patient? They should be
1: saying sit <clears throat> there, be happy. Sorry, you didn't see me for a while, but I'm gonna make a shitload of money off this game, and I'm providing for you. So quit <laughs> crying about me not being home. Let me do my job and shut the fuck up.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess it's one thing—it's like one thing to be at the very end, but it's another thing to be basically say, "Hey, if you want to see the special ending we have for you, you have to sit through this." You know? Yeah, so- that's
1: that's yeah, that's exactly it. I and meant- to tell you the truth, it was it, it okay. It kind of made me a little more happier after I. You know, after it happened, um, obviously I'm going to say what happened, um, but then again, it wasn't necessarily like it was so quick. Like I, like I said, I sat there for hell a long waiting for these fucking credits to go by for something that lasted literally maybe three to four seconds.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and you can't skip the credits. Yeah, you have to sit there and, and watch them. Yeah. Like I said, and I'm, now I got to list through every single person that had something to do with the game. Thank their dog and their car for getting them to work.
0: Well, the dog had a lot to do with it, remember?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to thank Wolfie for sitting at home <laughs> while I was at work. And I want to thank my car for getting me to work. And I want to thank the door for opening the right way so I can get inside my work at at right time i want to thank my pencil for writing down my ideas i want to thank you the paper for letting me jot my ideas on it i want to thank the tree that gave its life to make the paper all right you know lumberjack.
0: what patrick shut up and
1: keep going i want to thank the tax <laughs> parents who gave birth to the lumberjack like come on i please
0: yeah, I I know I, I get what you're saying. I I do. I mean, that's why a lot of games or some games, I shouldn't say a lot of games, they put that, you know, feature like in the uh, options or in the extras menus like here's all the credits. You don't have to watch them. You don't get anything special. But, you know, here you go. They're there if if you want to. And exactly. you know, other games let you skip them or other games put like that special cutscene maybe a minute after the credits start. Put the cutscene and then finish rolling the credits. I think that's what they should do. Put it in the middle of the credits.
1: Whatever. I I it's just it don't bug me that you have to sit through the credits, but it's the fact that they have all these thank yous. That's the only yeah. part that I don't like. Uh, you yeah. know, excuse me. Sorry about that. But <laughs> He got so <laughs> oh, mad oh, it just Johnny, burped. uh Johnny, Billy, uh Willie, and uh millie vanilli they were the testers okay that's cool they 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 got they they deserve to have their name on there they sat through the levels and gave. they fixed it so there wasn't glitches when i played it awesome Yep. uh so and so was the voice of isaac so and so was the voice of the ductum that grabs you and gives you the reach around (laughs) whatever but i don't need to see joe blow and mary sue watson talking about who the who they like and or who they want to thank, you know. I want to thank uh, my body for my gout not hurt uh, hurt me that bad, so I was able to make it to work today. Like really, I don't care about that.
0: Yes, Patrick. Yes, we get we. we I
1: think you've. Uh... Well, I want to thank the listeners for listening to this rant. I want to thank Jeremy for letting me do this rant. I want to thank the internet for letting us do a podcast. Exactly. It's annoying. So anyway, <laughs> on to my next game. DMC Double May Cry. I beat it la- last Sunday after the podcast. Uh, there was something I wanted to talk about on the podcast, and I kind of forgot, so I'll talk about it now um, without giving anything away, of course. Um, it had a really, really close feel to Bayonetta. Oh, it did, huh? Yeah, the way, um, the way, like, okay, so, like, she was able to go in between, like, uh, I guess you could say Limbo. I think that's what they use it in Devil May Cry. It might be what they say in Bayonetta. It's been so long since I played Bayonetta, I'm not exactly sure. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, she can go in between the two worlds, and, like, on one side of the world is where we all are. That's the normal world. But then in Limbo, that's where the demons are and everything. And, like, where she would be fighting the demons or something happened. Like, say she – they were fighting and a pillar got knocked out and part of a building fell. Well, in the real world, the building would fall, but you wouldn't know, like, what the hell? How the hell that happened, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like that. So it had, like, a real close – I mean, they're both – obviously, they're they're made from the same company. And when I played Bayonetta, I said I got the feel of playing
0: a Devil May Cry game. So you want to hear something funny? I just Googled Bayonetta, right? And some of the top stories uh, was – the first one was Devil May Cry wiki, and it says – uh, do you want to jump to Bayonetta? And then the second one says um, Devil May Cry is competing with Bayonetta. And the the third one, uh, or no, the fourth one says something about Bayonetta and Devil May Cry together. It's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, well, they they're the seem company. And everything. Yeah, like I said, it has a lot of similar feel to it, to yep. both games. But like, but what I was saying is that like um, that whole Limbo thing. Uh huh. That was like I said. That was. Um, That whole Limbo thing was like
0: uh, Felt much like, Devil or May- or, Bayonetta, uh, Bayonetta. like Or
1: like where Where he was in Limbo And if he was talking to someone Like the people walking around the streets Were kind of like these shadowy figures That kind of Oh yeah I remember that in Bayonetta out. Huh?
0: I said I remember that in Bayonetta
1: Well that's It's kind of like that in, in Devil May Cry
0: um, oh, Okay
1: Don't let that throw you off from getting the game It's, it's a re- still a really good game and some of the things that I had a problem with, um, like where I felt like it what, had nothing to do with the series, it ties a lot of it in. So you you'll be surprised.
0: And you uh, know, by saying it's a lot like Bayonetta, shoot, that might get people to buy it too.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, Bayonetta was like Devil May Cry. I just yeah. sure, like the main thing that, that made it similar that really made me think of it was was when it, that limbo, whole limbo thing and the phasing in and out stuff. Yeah. Um, but like I said, um uh, there's a lot of things that tie in. It 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 really makes a lot more sense. And um, I, I say check it out for sure. Um, it, it's worth it. It is to me a little short. It could have. Been, it feels rushed at some point Like I said, I think I was saying this on the last last podcast that I got like like three or four weapons like right like boom boom boom. And I'm like,
0: whoa, oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you
0: was... you told me you you said it was about 12 hour game. 10-hour games, something I like that?
1: Of 10 hours into it. Yeah, 10 hours, okay. I think. It might have been like 9, actually, but I didn't do it on the hardest level. I, I never play games like that. I always like doing like a normal setting. I don't go to easy, but I'll put the normal setting on. Same here, yeah. Play through the game, get used to everything, and then I'll go for it on the harder difficulty. That's just how I am. I'm, I mean, lo- most people want the challenge right off the bat, but I like to get the feel of the controls and everything and get used to, you know. But that's me, whatever. Um. Yep. So next, uh I downloaded uh I played uh, some more Assassin's Creed 3. I played I downloaded and played the first episode of um the DLC, the the Tyranny of King Washington. It's pretty much like an alternate world um where George Washington isn't the one trying to fight for our freedom and become <laughs> You know, and, and, and liberate the America. He's pretty much he he's named himself king, mm-hmm. and he's he's pretty much what they left, what they were trying to leave in from England. Like they, you know, like all the, uh, you know, he's just going around slaughtering people, and and, and everybody must bow down to him.
0: Yeah. Um, now I I gotta ask something though. Uh, I know you're gonna talk a little more about it. Um, this is you said the first DLC for it. There was, there was uh, another one.
1: Yeah, well, I just... It, was, it added a couple of extra missions and a couple more with, the, like, uh, the boat quests and stuff like that. Um, but
0: I actually haven't downloaded that. I downloaded this one first because they, they, they didn't interact with each other. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Now, I'm just curious because I, I know we'll talk about this a little bit more later, but with the announcement of uh, Assassin's Creed 4, it's like... Are they even going to have all the DLC out by the time that game comes out?
1: <laughs> hey, might, uh, depending on how many episodes this this
0: tyranny of Washington is supposed to be. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, Three episodes. Anyway, you can go ahead and finish it. I just it just popped in my head.
1: Oh, yeah, that's I, well, I was going to say something similar to it.
0: Okay. Uh, one thing
1: I was going to say because we'll uh, I'll say it, well I'll talk about it later on when we talk about Assassin's Creed. All right. but um, it's. It's kind of funny because I mean this isn't really giving anything away. You, everybody knows this in an alternate world, uh-huh. like. But the funny thing is, is like the opening scene. Connor, uh, wakes up, but it's like he's, he's. It's like what happened in the, the original game. He mm-hmm. thinks is that's within his head. Oh, okay. So, his mom wakes him up and is like Connor. We got to go, or he says his, his Indian name for exactly what it is, but and he's like, Mom, you're alive. Oh, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, like and like and all this stuff like he's like I I know George Washington. He's a good man.
0: So you think it's going to end with like some sort of a
1: twist? I, I mean, like I said, I it's it could be just maybe a dream. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, what how they tie it into the game. Yeah. Like I said, the only way I mentioned that I know we don't do spoilers on this podcast, but, but it's the
1: very like first like 5 seconds of the game. Yeah, so, like I, I told you, something that happens all the way in the middle of the story.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that any any write up you read about it will tell you the same thing.
1: So, uh, I downloaded and played the God of War Ascension demo,
0: and it sucks like all the rest of the God of War games. I'm just kidding.
1: It's my ass. <laughs> oh, it was really good. Um, I'm I was kind of thinking though. Why didn't they just wait until PS4? Yeah. I like, mean... I don't know. To me, like... You're pretty much giving up on the PS3. You already got PS4 coming out.
0: Well, you know, Sony, though, they're not, they'll are not. they probably keep developing for PS3 for another... Yeah, but... Okay.
1: Someone who has uh, my PS3, I barely buy the games for it. <laughs> Why the hell would I want to buy a PS4? Right. right. Yeah. Well, then there's a lot of people that do play a lot of games on it, but I'm just saying, like, more people, like, you know, you, you well, you know how the PS3 went, you know, a lot of people use it more for the Blu-ray player. Let's face facts.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Seth so, get them to buy a PS4. Now I'm in a way happy because I doubt I'm going to get a PS4 uh, on uh, day one. Yeah, I want one. Like I still haven't got the Wii U yet,
0: but you know, so, it's tight. So I you do. mean like for for a like day one console seller type title? Hey. We have a new God of War come out. It's a prequel, God
1: of War: Ascension. It will be uh, exclusively for the PS4. Yep. You know what I mean? Like maybe still have it come out in March, like it is. Like you know, it comes out next week. Mm-hmm. So maybe still have it do that in a year, but it gives you a reason to go out and buy the PS4 faster. To me, yep.
0: Oh, yep.
1: so, I mean, whatever. It's it's coming out for the PS3. That's fine with me. But see, the thing that I don't get, and this goes towards uh John uh, from uh Nergasm. He's also been on ours. Um uh, he he's getting there's a bundle for it and it's a red PS three and it comes with the that the one disc the one game with it was it You got a wars and the two PSP games of God of War and mm-hmm. on a separate disc or on a separate you know in the case and everything. God of War Ascension. Now to me, at this point, with the PS4 coming out in the same year, <laughs> yeah, why even waste your money on? Like, you, I was talking with him on uh, one of the Facebook post things we have on the What are you playing? He's like, oh, Yeah, I'm about to get it. Duh, duh, duh. I, I did not kind of want to be a dick on there if we were if I was talking about even if it was on the podcast, probably would have said something. But the fact that it was just on there, I, I kind of I didn't really go off on go off on it, but like. What's the point of buying a PS3 right now?
0: Well, yeah, especially because they're not they're not cheap. I mean, like why buy a PS3 right
1: now? Like when you know the PS4 is coming up. I would just say screw it. I'm going to save my money and and save it to, and put it towards PS4. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to buy a whole new system when the PS4 is right around the corner. Now, yep. now, now, that's like like I said, I want if I could buy a PS4 on day one. I mean, if I saved up, <clears> I could. But there's so much stuff I have to worry about right now. But I'm just saying, if I could, I would. I'm yeah, my PS3. But the difference is, I've had my PS3 since it came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm going to buy my first ever PS3
0: right now. It's, it doesn't make sense to me. I guess the only way it would make sense to me is, say, that bundle was $200 and the PS4 cost $600, which I know it's not going to, and I know it's not that cheap, but I'm just saying that would be a reason to go, well, you know what? The price has come down on PS3, there's a ton of good games out there. I can spend $200 and play all these awesome games over the next couple of years and then maybe get a PS4 if it's good instead of spending the extra $400 now. But with the way things are, uh, pricing and such, I mean, we don't know the sorry full details of the PS4. But PS3, the
1: limited edition, is a 500 gigabyte system, <laughs> and it's $349.99. That's way too expensive and then like i said you get the red um X, a ps3 and it's so even on a weird stand thing it looks it looks pretty cool but i still in a, a red ps3 controller and then also i think you get a free month of plus or
0: something yeah yeah that's way too expensive I, I i see what you're saying i mean even if the ps4 comes out at 450 you know you take that 350 add 100 and you got yourself a ps4 yeah so anyway,
1: all right, well, let's move on. No, I'm not doing it. Um, also, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, so after playing that, made me want to get back into playing God of War. Uh, obviously, we were doing that video. Remember that little video game challenge thing we were doing? Yeah. The podcast.
0: The one I was doing so good at for, like, the first uh, couple weeks. I got through uh, two and a half games or whatever it was, and then I haven't played since. Yeah. So,
1: uh, for anybody who's new or don't know exactly what we're talking about on our, um, family, uh, podcast, um, uh, Nerdgasm Network, who, which I frequently are, is on, are on. Thank you. I, I You was- said it right the first time. <laughs> I know. Uh, to a video game challenge where you pick a game series, you play through the whole series and you write ups on it as you go along. Uh-huh. Um, I got God of War and Mortal Kombat. Um, Uh, Series and we started this back in October.
0: I think it was October. I didn't start till uh, November, but yeah, I know you guys started in October. November or December. (laughs) I got late start on it. I had other stuff I was playing,
1: um, and I do want to keep going on with it, but you know, sometimes when you get the newer thing right in front of your face, you go for that. Yep. So I've done three posts, I believe, on the game. Um, like the opening scene, the way to Athens, uh, which was a two-parter, and then I just finished Pandora's Temple. I decided because what I'm going to do from from now on, instead of doing part by part from where I saved, I'm just going to play the freaking game and just do one long report on it. It's oh. too much
0: to do it like that, and that's why I think it's taking me so long to do it. Or just, or you could just do it that way. Write, you know, play the whole game, write a long post, and then split it into two or three. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. But yeah. I mean, I need, as, as detailed as I was on these smaller posts, I don't really need to get
1: that detail. I really don't need to tell you every time I ran into a couple of horde of Cyclopses or something. I know. It's fun that way, but seriously, I did that with uh, Fast Star 1, and... It, it just takes forever, yeah. and, that's what, and that's what takes, it, that's what makes it longer to, to get back to the
0: game. And, and you're playing a game that takes, what, 10 to 15 hours to beat, right? Yeah. I'm so, playing a game that takes 50 to 60 hours to beat. Even skimming over it, it's taking me forever. <laughs> so that's why I, I'm gonna, when I go to God of War
1: 2, actually I might do one of the PSP games first, probably. Um, what was the first one to come out? Ghost: of Change of Change of Olympus? Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. Um, I'm going to do that one first, and then probably go to God of War 2. I'm kind of going in the order as, as what they came
0: out. Oh, okay. You
1: know what I'm saying? Because granted, I should have done Change of Olympus first. It's, Change of Olympus was before... Um
0: Timeline wise.
1: Yeah, timeline wise when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh what's it called? Um I I'm just gonna do the whole damn thing and then just do one good post. Yeah. That I made me want to play some God of War. Mm-hmm. And um Yeah. So I did my write up on it. <laughs> Sorry I had a little distraction in here.
0: Eh, People- the seems to be the theme of this podcast distraction.
1: I don't know how to read a big-ass sign in front of my door that says, doing a podcast, don't knock on my door.
0: Oh. Uh, I need to go. I got to install a
1: freaking... Uh, <laughs> what do they, they say? A recording studio? Like, yeah, <laughs> on-air, whatever. Recording? Yeah. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, finally, I have my Gears of War Anvil Gatebook book. Chugging along on that. Get through it during work, because when we when we ain't got nothing, I read. It, I'm reading it. Uh, I got to start reading it more at home. Um, today would have might have been a good day, because really didn't do much. There really wasn't much on TV, but I kind of still found a way to make myself busy. So
0: I know what you mean. Yesterday was kind of. Yesterday evening was kind of like that for me.
1: So other than that, that would be all for what I've been playing. So I'm gonna move on to what's coming out. Cool, cool. Week of 310 to 316, you have, as we mentioned, mentioned God of War Ascension for the PS3. Uh, StarCraft two Heart of the Swarm for the PC and the Mac. I know we don't usually do PC games, but apparently that's a big title, I'm assuming, because I know StarCraft was, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's basically, uh, I think they're doing, uh, they br- they're bringing out the game in three parts, and... They were I, this game was supposed to come out a long time ago, but basically it's the part two of StarCraft two.
1: Yeah. So let's see, Sniper Ghost Warrior two for the PC, the PS three and the uh, three sixty. Almost said Mac because, <laughs> because I was looking at the what I had just. Oh. Um. Uh. Dart stalkers. Uh. Is resurrection? Yep. The PS three and the three sixty. Cool. Uh, and
0: I, I moved a couple of your stories to the release date updates.
1: You as thought. So for some release date updates, <laughs> uh, we were talking about how this was coming out over in Japan, and that we weren't sure if it, it was actually rumored that it wasn't going to be coming to uh, North America, but it is. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix featuring Chains of Memories and three three uh, 358 in uh, t- two days. Over two days, but yeah slash two days so
0: yeah it's just it's over two days who knows how they came up with that but whatever actions okay yes sir fractions stupid ass algebra crap
1: (laughs) oh um anyways it's coming this fall i didn't, didn't have exact date yet that i was able to find but this fall is better than nothing uh also like we mentioned earlier assassin's creed 4 coming out this year called black flag from the posters that have been leaked, I would have to say it has to do with pirates. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say so, yes. <laughs> it's gonna have something, maybe probably do in the like the Caribbean area. There's gonna be a lot of booty, um, hell of booty, <laughs> um, and um, you know, we'll see what happens from there. Uh, like uh, this is what we were talking about earlier about it coming out. It's coming out this year, so to me, it's like they're just now starting to come out with the Assassin's Creed three. De- um, DLC and stuff, and it's kind of hard to stay excited for Assassin's Creed 3 and their DLC when you're going to be looking for all these news for Assassin's Creed 4. Mm-hmm. I, I should have, uh, because it, it is supposed to be on the next uh, gen. Both. Well, yeah, okay.
0: It, well, it was it was originally announced for PS3 and 360, but then, like, a day later or two days later, they, they officially said it will also be on PS4.
1: I wonder if they'll have Cross for the uh, for the multiplayer.
0: I doubt it, but maybe. I mean, I think it's time that that kind of thing starts happening, but I doubt it. <laughs> Not like Sony and Microsoft. I meant PS3 and the PS4. I yeah, I know what you meant.
1: You'd think that they'd be able to do it. I mean, it's still Sony and still the same servers.
0: Yep. Who knows? We'll see. And uh, just my guess would be between the first and second week of November is when it'll be out because – uh,
1: October the beginning of November.
0: Yeah, pretty much all the all the Assassin's Creed games have come out between the last week of October and the second week of November.
1: So, like I said, like um, i just I don't know. I think they should have waited another year.
0: Well, what's funny is they said after uh, what's what's his name en- Enzio? Oh yeah, they were going to take a break and then after they- Enzio, They were supposed to take a, a a full year off before even starting on development of another Assassin's Creed. Well, that didn't happen because Assassin's Creed 3 came out. And then I was like, okay, well, maybe now they'll stop because, you know, no, they're like, oh, no, Assassin's Creed 4. Well, I just think they should uh,
1: give Assassin's Creed 3 a little bit more time.
0: Yeah, maybe come out with some major You're... expansions.
1: Yeah. But what I'm saying is is, is if, if, if they, if they, if they want to make it to where they're
0: working on it, fine, but it not have it come out. Already. Yeah, I agree. Never. But the only thing that I'll say that this is kind of... uh, uh, The only reason I I find this semi-acceptable that they're coming out with this type of game once a year... um, Because unlike Call of Duty, it's focused on the single player, not the multiplayer. But it's set in such a different uh, setting that you can almost say, well... It's not like they're saturating the market with, you know um games set in one area. It's they're they're going around everywhere, but still it's too much. Yeah. That's my two cents. Alright, well with that we're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back. we're back from our break and as always after our news break news stories it's a little different this week um we don't have many news stories because we will go over the first half of the playstation 4 announcement god
1: that's only the first half of all th- that
0: crap dude the video the, the announcement was two and a half hours long and Jesus. i decided to split it up into two uh two parts
1: yeah, I think it's nap time, just like when we used to have the MMO report by Kevin Draws. <laughs> wow,
0: you just said his last name. And yeah. um, oh, well. also the uh, King of the Nerds episode 7 recap. So we're, our news stories are kind of short this week. Um, but yeah, go ahead, Patrick, take it away.
1: I was—I didn't mean to necessarily say his last name, but then again, it's not like you couldn't find it from
0: <laughs> off our website anyway. That's true. I never hid our names. I never hid my name anyway. Whatever. I'm not scared.
1: I ain't never scared. <laughs> Rambo video game will have voice tracks from the movie. I guess the game, from what I was reading, um, they're making. A, first of all, they're making a Rambo video game, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, they it's supposed to be like during uh, the first three Rambo's. So I don't know if it's going to cover all three Rambo's or whatever, but it's somewhere around there. Um, I don't know how exactly they're going to do it, but they will have the actual voices from Rambo and the, the Colonel. Uh, from the movies in the game,
0: that's cool. I gotta watch those movies again, man. I haven't seen them since I was a kid.
1: You want to hear the truth though? I still haven't seen the newest one.
0: I don't think I have either. And I and I, I was a huge Rambo fan. Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. I mean, I I liked the movies, but I was never a huge Rambo fan. But uh, definitely want to watch them again. I mean, they're they're such classics.
1: Yeah, that's why like when all that stuff was happening down in um down south with that guy who killed the cop who was a former cop. Mm-hmm or, you know, was going on that rampage. Yeah. I was like, it was the same thing. It, it felt like a, a a Rambo thing. I was talking to my dad about it. <laughs> well, really, because, I mean, the guy is highly trained. He was in the military. Mm-hmm. And it's like all these cops are going against him, and he's in the wilderness, and he's surviving, and, you know, they couldn't find him.
0: That's true, huh?
1: You know what I'm saying? I was like, man, this is some straight-up Rambo shit, but <laughs> he's dead now. Yes. Uh, Not Rambo, but the other guy. <laughs> uh, also... um. Isaac Clarke and Zeus come to the PlayStation All-Stars for $5 each and will be there March 19th as DLC characters.
0: Now, I've heard some other people say that this is way too much money for a character. What do you think? Um, If it was $5 for both. So you think you also think $5 is a little too much to ask I, for for don't, one character? Think
1: about it. That 5 bucks will buy you 400 Microsoft points. Yeah. Think of it like that. So, and... And usually with the Microsoft DLC, you get more than just one character. Yeah, usually you, well, I mean like, but usually but no character. Well, it's not just the two characters. There's also a map. Now I do. I didn't read anything about the map being separate on the price. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one map each. Um. No, it was just one map. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I watched a video on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But, I mean, it should be five bucks for it's just two characters in a map.
0: well, I mean, you look at some other it, games and it's not, you well, see you see them charge like ten dollars for three characters and two stages or something like that so I mean yeah, granted that's three characters and stages for double what this is i mean five dollars i think is is on the on a little expensive but not too much well for for just one character. I mean, yeah, it, it's definitely too expensive, and i unless I was really into the game, I, I wouldn't even consider it myself. Like, you, are, are you yeah. going to get it?
1: Yeah, I'm going to want them both. Those are both <laughs> characters. Like, like, the two other characters previously, and I'm going to forget who they were, they had a period where it was free to download them. Mm-hmm. The first set. Yeah, I remember I got that. got to go on there and do it. Oh, you did? But, that sucks. But in all honesty, I don't, I've never even played their games before, so I could give a shit less. So. Yeah. About downloading them, you no, know, that's that's the thing. But these
0: two characters are characters I play. Yeah, and uh, just so uh, we know, it's that they'll be out on March nineteenth.
1: Yeah, like I said, Mar- I said, I said oh, that. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I... but like I said, though, think about it. If you oh, have to pay five bad. bucks for Zeus and five bucks for Isaac Clark, and then five bucks for that map, that's fifteen bucks right there. Yeah, I you know mean I... that's that's too expensive for some DLC. Now, if you would have, even if if say if it was closer to like ten bucks. No, it's still it's just two characters.
0: Yeah, well, I guess the the just, another I, thing is I just saw that uh, the origin the other DLC that they have the stage DLC are only one ninety nine each.
1: Nah, yeah, it's still too expensive. I, I I'm sorry, it's too expensive. They 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 don't need to do that. They should have bundled them in there for five bucks both.
0: I think. Yeah, four ninety nine per fighter. Uh, but if you buy God of War Ascension. You get a free voucher for both. Yep, which so, I bought, so. <laughs> so there you go. Well, that's, that's, the, that's not the point. <laughs> no, it's not the point, but it's it's good to know that they're, uh, Yeah, Zeus- I forgot to mention that, yeah, but yeah. Zeus looks pretty awesome.
1: Uh, I've seen his moves, too, It's in this video, so he has, Zeus is more of like a big brute, kind of like, I guess it's his, uh, meter to do his specials. They fill up real fast cause of his moves, but he's mm-hmm. slow, but it makes him slower. Uh, okay. And Isaac where he moves around fast and, and everything. And, and but he and he used a lot of his weapons.
0: And the, the graveyard stage will be free, uh, for the online ranked matches, which I'm assuming means because they're they're random. But if yeah. you want to own it to play, you know, offline or, or, or you know, with uh, non ranked, then it's gonna cost you a dollar ninety nine. That's bullshit. Yep. So there you go. That's uh way too much money. <laughs> All right, uh next story and this is a very
1: they got co- to cover their asses for how much they flopped on the PS3. I know, huh? And,
0: and they're already expecting people to buy a PS4. Yeah, I know. Um uh this next story is is uh, going to be something that I'm going to personally watch and I'll probably be talking about as it more details come about it and it actually comes out. So, there's a new project called Morningstar um and it's basically by a company called uh, Industrial Toys, and they plan to, quote, redefine the mobile first-person shooter. But first, they need to redefine interactive digital comics, or digital comic book tie-ins. Basically, there's going to be two apps for your mobile phone. Um, One's called Morningstar, and one's called Morningstar Alpha. Uh, Morningstar Alpha is a digital comic book, and it's a digital comic book unlike any of the ones that have currently ever been made. It combines artist Mike Choi, and sci-fi author John Scalzi, which is probably my favorite sci-fi author, um, it joins them together to create a huge universe in, that crosses both apps. The c- The comic aims to give the reader more control over their experience, and you can think of choose-your-own-adventure in this case, um, and your choices in the comic, digital comic will carry over into the game itself. And, uh, so in other words, you treat a character a certain way in the comic, and they'll react accordingly when you play the game. And this also goes the other way around. Once the game is out, the game is actually going to come out a while after the digital comic. Once the game is out, actions in the game will change the comic. Um, this means you'll unlock new chapters in your comic, and you will also, uh, advance relationships in your comic book, and, uh, it basically... So, in other words, you do something in the game, it affects the comic. You go back to the comic, do the new chapter, and then all of a sudden, things in your game have changed. Mm -hmm. So, it's like they work in together, and um, basically, it's, uh, you know, the comic you're not playing. You know, you don't have a chance of dying or anything. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have some thing like that. But, you know, it's choose your own adventure. And it's, so, it's kind of like hey, we have this digital comic tie-in that's interactive, but before this, digital comic tie-ins are usually just you read through it and it's like, oh, so that's what happened during this scene, you know? But now you'll actually be able to affect your game by choosing what happens in the comic book. So uh, it doesn't say which mobile platform it's going to be for, but, I mean, Android and iOS are pretty (laughs) much guaranteed and Windows Mobile is probably guaranteed also. Uh, but it, it looks really awesome. Um, there's not much on it yet, but I'm going to keep an eye on this story because it's something, like I said, Scalzi one of my favorite, uh, if not my favorite sci-fi author. So I'm definitely gonna, um, if I mean, his, his stories are epic and they're epic in a way that feels so real, even though he's talking about, you know, going through space and fighting aliens, it feels so real, like believable. So yeah, I'll have more on this as it happens.
1: Oh, for awesome.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's <laughs> something me and my friends used to say. All right. Um, layoffs at Gamefly cuts down on 50% on of staff. So I guess things are running slow over at Gamefly, and then they were also in the same story I was reading was saying how a lot of these new consoles are going to digital downloads and stuff. So uh-huh. we yeah, might well- see another uh, gaming... Uh, product go down.
0: Well, I mean, it's one of those things with GameFly. They uh they had already started to dwindle um a while back and then they introduced play unlimited games on your PC included with your subscription. And all of a sudden they started they they saw another hike and now they're dwindling again. What are they going to have to do? I mean, it's like one of those things. They can't I mean there had been talk about a GameFly app for your 360 or PS3. Where you can play games on a subscription base. Um, and that would work, I guess. But other than that, they really have no other direction to go to.
1: Yeah. Um, I never really used Gamefly. I was thinking about getting it for a while, but I, I'm weird. I like to own my games.
0: I, not only do I like to own my games, but I found that I have... I'm so bad when it comes to returning them that I'll have a game for like two weeks three weeks and not even play it and then like oh i should just return it and get the game that I, I really want now that it's available and then i get that game play it once and then all of a sudden a month later i'm like oh yeah i still have that game here i wasted all that money so that's why i quit my subscription i never look back
1: <laughs> uh, i'm still surprised netflix never went into gaming it just you know what i mean well, like everybody was so connected with them with movies you yeah, think they would naturally...
0: So you're saying they, they should have made the smart move and instead of splitting the company in half, they should have merged it with gaming and they would actually still be doing good? Yeah. Because even Netflix that, has lost a lot. That they
1: should start writing out pornos. Oh,
0: oh wait. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, no. That's disgusting, Patrick. Pornflix. <laughs> <laughs> Adult videos. What was that? Adult videos. <laughs>
1: oh, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: um... So, next, uh, Microsoft reveals a spring bundle for the 360 for $300. Comes with a 250 gigabyte uh, um, hard drive, two games, Darksiders 2 and Batman Arkham City, and one month free gold. Okay, now... And it comes out March 20th. We were kind of saying this earlier. Because apparently spring starts in March 20th.
0: Yeah, I know. We were saying this earlier and about the PS3... Uh, uh, now, granted, the, the Xbox has not announced their next system yet, but all this is is Xbox or Microsoft saying, hey, we want to get all the money we can get out of the out of the 360 Oops. before we go to the next system. Same thing with PS3. That's what I'm saying. That's all it is. And anybody who – okay. I can't, anybody who spends $300 right now on a 360, even though it comes with two games that are pretty good, I still say it's a waste of money because you can go get a 360 for like 85, 95 bucks used and you can get these games for probably 30 bucks each years and a month of gold is like nothing it just you know like what you're saying about the ps3 bundle it doesn't make sense to buy these things it just doesn't
1: yeah well, whatever but i have mine
0: yep i have mine and and you know if if my 360 did go out right now sure i'd probably buy another one but i would buy used i wouldn't I just wouldn't spend the money on a new one right now. I mean, in all in
1: all honesty, if I had known that the new we were going to be looking at a new 360 probably in 2013, uh-huh. I wouldn't have bought the Gears of War Xbox.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I, in all honesty,
1: I mean, I love it. And, you know, it's cool, it looks great, and I like the sounds and stuff it makes. But I mean, at the end of the day, if <laughs> the I would have known that, if my... I thought we were still about two or three years away. In all honesty, yeah. Well, I thought... year, three years at the most, but if anything, we we would have 2012 and 2013. We weren't looking at it until 2014, and the, it, it, to me, that's good enough to where it's like, okay, I got two years out of this system right here. I'm I can get a new system,
0: yeah. but now, I mean, know, I'm I, a year away. I still think that. Well, about uh, two years, but still. Yeah, I mean, I I still think that it would be smart to wait for the next Xbox and next PS3 till next year. But you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. And speaking about that's perfect transition to go into our PS4 coverage. Yeah, now I, here we go. I know we're already a week late on this and I know I'm splitting up into two, but you know what? I wanted to get the details because there's a lot of really cool stuff involved in this. And uh, it's our podcast and we can do what we want And then and then. That's true. But even but also I want to specify that just like anything else uh, that has not come out, any of these features that I talk about, that I, even I could be so excited about it and be so disappointed when it comes out. So don't let my enthusiasm for the for for some of this stuff uh, make you buy the system. Make sure you research it on your own because you know what I was excited for the PS3, and when it came out, I was so glad I didn't buy it day one,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, despite how people said it's going to be the best system ever and all this stuff before it came out, and then yeah all right so uh i'm just, it, this is the chronological order of the si- of the show so uh started out again the show was two and a half hours this covers about that first hour and fifteen minutes.
1: I saw maybe ten minutes of final fan or um not Final excuse me, Square Enix. I'm going to say Square Enix. I, I actually, <laughs> They, I haven't they make it. Final Fantasy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I actually haven't um, even seen that part yet. Video. Yeah, I didn't even see the whole thing because I was at work, so it wouldn't happen, and I've never gone back and watched the whole thing.
0: But from what I understand, it's the same video they showed last year anyway, so it's not really anything new. It's just it's running on PlayStation 4. So, All right, so they started uh, talking about um, expanding the Vita to the living room. And what's, what was funny about the beginning of this show is they came out strong like Vita this, Vita that. And then he goes, But we'll talk more about this later this year And it's like Okay, so you you wanted to talk a lot about Vita to come out. That's how you started your show, but you're gonna talk more about it later in the year. Okay, well, whatever. So then they went to their mobile platforms. Um basically uh anywhere that you can get the PlayStation mobile and Playstation network uh stuff currently. Um so PlayStation Mobile is very limited right now. I don't think it's on iOS at all, and I think it's only on a handful of Android systems. Uh, I'm not 100% sure about that. I know it's not on any phone I've ever had. Um, And, of course, they talked about the expanding PlayStation Network, which uh, will be expanding further in the near future to cell phones and PC. Um, And then they talked a little about the success of uh, Instant Game Collection and Day One Digitals. Which, in all honesty, I think is one of the smartest things that they've done is day one digitals.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um which we talked about before. It's a uh, you pre order the game, you you leave your system on a couple like hours before midnight, and as soon as midnight hits, your game's already downloaded, installed, and you can play. So that's pretty cool. The PC does it, but Xbox three sixty doesn't, so it's one of those things. Um <clears throat> and then they kinda started talking about how they're current PS3 platform that I believe is called the XMB, is that what it's called? I think so. Yeah, Pretty much sucked for networking and um, any kind of expandable content. They said it worked great for, you know, if it was a non-networked system but you could only do so much. And if you're someone who uses your PS3 uh, dedicated for gaming and network stuff, I'm sure you realize you know, you get more than 10 or 15 different apps downloaded and it just turns into a clutter. Um... They basically stated that PlayStation, the, the word PlayStation, is no longer just a console, but the best place to, quote-unquote, play. Now, this is kind of funny because they use this word a lot through the whole show. Basically, they're separating the play word from the PlayStation. The PlayStation is the name of the console, but they're kind of implying that play is the name of their brand. Um, and, and just like Xbox ha- or Microsoft has started using Xbox as more of a brand... If you um, uh, if you own Windows 8, you'll see that everywhere Xbox for Windows, Xbox for Windows. It's no longer uh, uh, Xbox games on Windows or, or games on Windows. It's Xbox on Windows. It's the same kind of thing. The only problem with this is Google pretty much already has the Play word taken, so we'll see how that how that turns it's out. It's
1: PlayStation. Just leave it PlayStation.
0: I agree. They but. Yeah, they're, they're kind of separating it and I don't know if they're going to officially or it's just going to be like one of those things where they're like where they use the word a lot and never officially do it. Who knows? Uh, so, they're saying that, you know, since the PlayStation 3 has come out, it's grown from a single uh, purpose device, which was gaming to a uh, multi-purpose device, basically an uh, entertainment system. Um and that the PS3 just couldn't just could have done a lot better and it basically was crap for that. Like I just said,
1: holy crap! What? Check your Twitter. I don't want to give anything away. Oh, my Twitter or either either your sole subscriber or the the podcast Twitter. Sorry, I just got really excited from what I just read. But go go on.
0: <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Um, well, let's talk about that later. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll keep it hush until for sure, but yeah. Um All right, so getting back to this. Uh, they started announcing the specs, and then they basically said uh, uh announcing the PlayStation 4. No console to be seen anywhere. Um they basically came out and said this is what it's going to have. It's going to have a supercharged PC architecture, x86 CPU, enhanced PC GPU and and 8 gigs of RAM. And basically what does that mean? That means nothing because those things are superficial titles if you're if you know technology, if you know computers at all, you know that a supercharged p. c. architecture means very little. All right, sorry about that. we had some technical issues um if you heard at the end there we had all of a sudden me and our connection was lost on Skype and uh tons of static so uh, I'm going to go back into what the specs of the system are. Um, yeah, and- I, think, I think Skype, well, we were just talking about Skype's just,
1: I think, having problems because earlier it wouldn't even let me sign in. Yeah. I had to set my whole computer just to get it to undo what, cause it was like stuck. Yeah, I think uh, there's just something wrong with Sky- Skype, so
0: we apologize for that. Yeah, Um. so basically... Uh, the specs are supercharged PC architecture, which alone means nothing. An x86 CPU, which, okay, if if you know what an x86 is, you know kind of what that means. An enhanced PC GPU, which, again, alone means nothing. And 8 gigabyte, gigabytes of RAM. Um, so let's take that one by one. Supercharged PC architecture. What does that mean? Okay, it means it's a high-end chip. High-end processor. What is that? Who knows? They didn't say. Um most likely it's going to be a 8x type thing uh oh well, the i'm sorry not not the supercharged the uh, x86 cpu is what i'm talking about sorry uh-huh and um uh, it is an 8x chip so it's going to be 8 cores uh which is just crazy i think the uh, current ones either have one or two i i think it's only one the current gen i could be wrong it might be two um one thing that it, alone it doesn't mean anything it enhanced pc gpu but uh, if you do a little okay Sorry. If you do a little research into what exactly they're putting into this thing, what was that? Okay, anyway, if you do a little I thought res- it was a hiccup coming up. All right. <laughs> and the burp came out. Yeah. Um, their GPU is really powerful. It's powerful enough to take over the processing, and that's some of the stuff that they showed. Um, this is something that uh, has been used for movies. LucasArts and ILM have actually used this for their, their processing, they can um, process things in a matter of hours that used to take a whole weekend on their GPU. So basically the PS3 is adopting that technology, and I'm sure the, the next Xbox will as well. It's just uh, even, even PCs, like your, you know, your high-end gaming PCs now are kind of starting to do this. Um, and what that means is things that you could never even think about processing before can now be processed with ease. Um, the 8 gigs of RAM is nice, and he he seemed really like this was a major thing, but truthfully, RAM is so cheap these days, I'm surprised they didn't just throw in 16 gigs in there just to say, hey, you know what? We're going to overdo it because we can, and it only costs us a little bit more. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but basically, what all these things add up to is uh, it's going to be a much easier to program than any console before. It's basically going to be you program it for a PC, and it'll pretty much work on your, on your PS4. Or, uh, uh, you know, it'll pretty much work on the PS4. Yeah, yeah. There's not going to have to be any translating of code, much translating of code. Um, and it should work flawlessly. It should mean that games, unless Xbox does something similar or the same, it should mean that games will always run better on the PS4. Now, of course, that is on paper. Whether or not that'll actually be true... Well, we remain to be seen, but you know. All right, <clears throat> then they brought out the DualShock 4, which uh, first time it actually looks different since the PS3. I mean, I mean the PS1. You could say that they added the you know rumble and stuff, but it looked basically the same. This time, it has the same shape, but one thing that's different is the top end has a uh, blue sensor, huge blue sensor, mm-hmm. and that tells you when the controller's on and connected. Um, it also has a touch screen on the front where your start and select used to be, uh, which reminds me, no more start and select. Um, well, it's,
1: how can you take away start and select?
0: That's what everyone's saying. They replaced it with um, a share button, which I'll talk, about, I'll talk about a little bit in a bit. Um, but the touch screen, I'm assuming the touch screen will do things like start, select, uh, menu, and all that stuff. Uh, and whatever else it's needed for.
1: Maybe maybe what they're not telling anybody is like it's like a um, a Tony Stark Iron Man thing, and like you hit it, and like a hologram pops up, and and it's like your menu, uh, like say like uh you know like you were playing a game and you had to choose a weapon, and you can just scroll your finger and pick the one you want. Yeah, that that'd be awesome. awesome. But yeah, <laughs> we know that's not happening.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. They also introduced a power slash suspend button that will uh, basically suspend your game indefinitely. Meaning, you can hit the button, the system will go into a low power state, and as long as it doesn't get unplugged, of course, you could uh, come back the next day and it'll be in the exact same spot. Hmm. And uh, waste very little power. Um, They have increased the rumble and increased, or I should say decreased, the latency between the controller and the system. Um... It's basically just a new new controller. Nothing special about it. Uh, they also talked about the camera that's going to be coming with the system that looked a lot like the Kinect, but works pretty much like the uh, Move does. Um, it works with your Rump- DualShock 4, so there's no special controller for it. It works with the DualShock 4 and basically does the same thing that, you know, Connect the Wii, and the PS3 does. All mm-hmm. the motion stuff. Um... So next they jumped to a live demo of, of uh, basically a demo. They didn't say the name of the game, but basically it was Unreal 4 uh, engine. Looked really good. Um, then they talked a little more about the GPU and the graphics processing unit. And they, it uses the most advanced GDDR5 RAM, which is the state-of-the-art uh, RAM. And as I said, as, as I wrote down here, it allows for crazy amounts of computer processing without overloading the system. Um, they actually had a live demo of one million little blue objects falling from the sky uh, at the same time. And there was absolutely no lag. Something that could never even be thought about being done on a PS3 or Xbox. Even hmm. most PCs couldn't. Yeah, really but what play. kind
1: of internet connection also would you need on that?
0: Well, that, assuming it's it's part of a game and not online. So, um uh, I mean yeah, if you're talking about going across the internet that's different. Um and then they they basically came out with the g- game Knack um as the first live demo. Um the guy was actually playing it. It looks it looks amazing. Uh it it looks a lot like a Pixar cartoon, but it's not, I mean, but it's about this little robot. Well, basically it's about this kingdom who are fighting orcs and they're advanced, you know, they've robots and stuff and this guy's like, "Hey, Uh, you know, take this guy along with you. And it's like, he's like this little robot, but he can merge with objects around the world and become super powerful. Um, The reason this was so impressive is because when he merges, again, it's like hundreds of these little parts come together and make his suit. Unlike before where you might have like three parts that look like a hundred parts, this was actually like a lot of little parts coming together and merging together. Um, It really showed that, you know... Were they doing like the fusion dance? Basically, yeah, fusion dance, exactly. Uh and then uh basically then then that was the end of that guy, I forgot his name, I'm sorry. And they went on to the next uh presenter and he's like, you know, we really wanted a simple but powerful architecture for our new system. And that's when he talked about the suspend and resume play sessions. Uh, a secondary chip. Now this is pretty cool. So there's a secondary chip in this system that will allow for that Its sole purpose is uploads and downloads. This means that even while your system is off, you'll still get updates in the background. And you can actually have games downloading in the background while your system is off. Mm -hmm. Um, And this means that day one digitals, you no longer have to sit there while your game downloads hours before. If you purchase your game, or if you pre-order the game, and you don't touch your system all day, you turn it on at midnight... Games can be downloaded installed already waiting for you hmm. not only that but they may they they say the downloadable downloaded games can be played as you download them this is similar to actually what um, uh, blizzard has done with some of their uh, games you basically download a chunk the core chunk and then it maybe let's say it's one gigabyte the whole game's 20 gigs you download uh-huh. that first gigabyte, and you can start the game. And it keeps con- continuing to download. And as long as you have a fast enough connection, of course, you should be able to play the game while it's still downloading. So that's, that's something that's really cool. Uh, again, it's t- taking something from PC games and putting it into consoles, something that uh, r- could really make the PS3, PS4 stand out if other systems don't have it. And then they talked a little about the uh, social side. Um, always, always on video compression, decompression is hardware specific, which basically allows for seamless uploads and downloads. Meaning let's say you're online, Patrick, and I'm online and we could be in two different games, right? Mm-hmm. And, and yes, you there's cross chat between different games.
1: Yeah. Well, that's something I, I, they have to have
0: had. Not only that, but there's cross video sending between two different games. I don't mean yep. you can see me and I can see you, which I'm sure that they have that too. I can go, "Hey Patrick, check out what just happened in this online match." I hit the share button, crop it, it automatically gets sent to you and pretty much instantly you can watch like the kill I just did. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um and then they 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 got into more of the social um much like that uh on live, you can watch, you can spectate. So again, say you're playing, you know, the mm-hmm. newest God of War, I can watch you play it. So that's pretty cool too. Uh and even more interesting, let's say you're playing a game, like a good example, role-playing game, like Star Ocean, and let's say I beat it, and you're having a problem with a certain fight, and I'm like, you know what, Patrick, let me take control of your game and let me play it. So I can play it from my house, I can play your game for you and help you out.
1: Yeah, so I heard about that, that That's and that, I think that's pretty...
0: I mean, you should do things yourself, but there's always that case where it's like, man,
1: I need I need help with this, and... and it- and, and that's even where that, um, like, if you are saying, like, look, I, you, you could just say to me, you need to go to this cave and do this under this rock and blah 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 blah. I am like, dude, I don't see it. And yeah. like, either you could, now you can jump in and take control and do it, or with the video where you can see what I am doing, you'd be like, no, man, you're you went left when you should have went right. Exactly. You know? That's that's I think that's pretty cool. I mean, I think that's something that's that's really cool.
0: Yeah, and um, so. Uh... Basically, yeah, so th- that. Th- those are all really exciting to me. Um, of course, you need fast internet connection, but um, I mean, that, that shouldn't be too much of a problem for a lot of people around America anyway. I know that there's still places that don't have it, but uh, what else? Uh, oh, and they're introducing a new type of uh, username, and this is above the current ones. So the current ones will still exist. But above that, you'll also have a real ID style... Um, username and real ID is, uh, Blizzard again. Uh, it seems like they're taking a lot of c- concepts from Blizzard, but then again, the company's making millions, so I guess why not? Basically, you have your name, Patrick Solis. And now, there you go. I say your last name now. Um, and I can add you by that name. Other people can still add you from Big Six 64 but people who know you by name can add you by your Solo name. SoloMofo64 on Solo PlayStation. Mobile. My bad. So... <laughs> people who know that can add you by that, and they'll never know your real name. On the other hand, people who know your real name can add you by your real name, and they know you by both. So it's kind of like a more personal friend level, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So uh, that's kind of cool, too. I mean, that's just a small thing, but... And all of this that I just mentioned will be accessible from smartphones, tablets, and PC. I the tablets. I, not, not the, uh, not the uh, taking control of the game, I don't think, but I mean, the spectating the video and all that stuff you'll also be able to access your system um, and remotely download stuff which I know you can kind of do now um, with remote play but I'm not really I I know it never worked that well but you will be able to do that from you know pretty much any mobile device and your PC Uh, the and this is something that's interesting they talked about the design can be personalized your PS4 will learn about you their long-term plans would be to predict what games you'll buy and already have them downloaded even before you hit the purchase button. Hmm. So, in other words, if you own every single God of War game, Patrick, and then a new God of War game is coming out, and they're like, and you're like, you're known for your digital downloads, then they're already gonna have it, it as this person's gonna buy this game, so might as well already queue them up for download. Um, and of course, it doesn't charge you anything, and Assuming you don't have, uh, assuming these hard drives are going to be 500 gigs to a, to one terabyte, uh, it shouldn't have any problem with that either. Um, oh. And then they moved on to cloud technology, and this is another interesting thing. Um, you'll be able to try virtually any PS4 game on PSN with no download. Um, basically, this means you'll you'll get a most likely a timed demo. Um, I, I'm sure it'll 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 depend on the the publisher, but either a time demo or a certain you know just like demos are now. But pretty much virtually any game that's coming out on the PS4, you'll be able to try before you buy it. And this is assuming it's it's available for purchase on, on their PSN. Don't
1: they already have that with demos?
0: With no download,
1: oh, so you won't okay. have to sit well, there for an hour still, while I mean...
0: four gigs download. Okay. Um, and also not all games have uh demos. Every single game on the PSN will have a demo. So that's another cool thing. Um, and they're going to be partnered with Facebook and Ustream to create a social network with uh, with meaning that's dedicated to gaming. What that exactly means isn't really clear. Uh, basically, I know you'll be able to broadcast your gaming straight from your PS4 to Ustream. So that's pretty cool. Makes that $150 device I bought just recently pretty much obsolete. But that's okay. <laughs> um, you'll also be able to broadcast real uh, live, real-time to your friends. That's kind of what we were talking about earlier, the spectate mode. But you can also, instead of them coming in and watching you, you're kind of just broadcasting to them. Uh, And this online, I'm guessing, through Ustream is kind of what I'm saying. And you can either have them uh, post comments directly to the screen, meaning you're on your PS4, and someone puts a comment on your Ustream channel. It'll appear on on your screen saying, hey, da-da-da, you know, kind of thing. Or you can turn that off, of course. Uh, I hope so. (laughs) And Oh, no, you must look at this now. I know. they went in, This is where they went into more on the spectate and assist mode, which I've already covered, so I'll skip over that. Um, and another interesting thing is developers can add features or, with this, with this cloud technology <laughs> and the spectate mode. Um, in other words, let's say they notice that the game just came out and already someone is uh, inching towards the end of the game. You know, the first person connected to the internet in america or in california or in the world that's getting close to the end of their game so they're going to go ahead and and throw in uh something special for them they can drop an item straight into the game or they can add a boss say hey you're you're the you're the first person to ever be able to get this far so we're going to give you this special adventure whatever it is developers can do that on the fly um and they can also or make it to where your friends can access those things. So let's say, uh, again, let's go back to role-playing. You're in, a, you're in a hard boss fight, and you're like, man, I can't beat this. I wish I had a, a, a healing, or I wish I could heal in the middle of the battle. Well, maybe one of your friends can go in there and drop a potion for you, hmm. you know, kind of thing. So not only is it spectate, but you kind of have, the developers can add to that too. And that's basically limitless uh, to what the v- developers want to do. Um... And then they talked a little about more about uh, enhancing remote play, um, and how it's being built into the hardware instead of before how it was an afterthought that came you know a year or two after the console came out. Um, pretty much all PS4 games will be able to be played on the Vita, um, and vice versa. Um, well, no, I'm sorry. It can go streamlessly between the Vita and the TV, just like the Wii has their controller. How you know you can. Hit the button and it's automatically on the controller and you can play while someone else is watching TV. Same idea. Um, and the long term goal again would be for every PlayStation 4 game to be played on the Vita. Be <clears> able to be played on the Vita. Uh, and then they talk about the fact that the system has no backwards compatibility. You cannot play your PS3 games, you cannot play your PS two games, you cannot play your PS1 games, you cannot play your PSP games. However, they are going to start Uploading or uh, uh, making these games, including PS3 games, available to be played via the cloud. Um, basically streaming games. Um, and I do not they didn't give any details on what they're going to start with, how they're going to go about it. But he, they basically said in the future they hope to have every single PS1 game or every single PlayStation game across all their systems ever to be able to be played on the PS4 via streaming. Um... And I'm guessing it'll be a subscription-based service and not a buy-per-game service. But who knows? They might be (laughs) money-hungry.
1: Sony or Microsoft being money-hungry? I know.
0: And then they showed showed a futuristic FPS uh, Killzone Shadowfall. Uh, Graphics were absolutely amazing and um, way beyond anything we've ever seen on console. And I, I hesitate to say this, but... ...beyond anything I've ever personally seen on PC. Um, Meaning, I've never had a PC powerful enough to run a game this high quality. Um, And I don't think there's ever been a game that can innately run this high quality graphics. Sure, you can, you know, like Skyrim, you can mod the heck out of Skyrim... ...and you can spend $5,000 on a computer and it looks amazing. But if you just turn up Skyrim to full without modding it... I can run it on my PC, so you know. Um, mm-hmm. it, but it looks amazing, and it, it the the beginning kind of looks like uh, Mass Effect, um, only obviously much more better graphics. So I'm really looking forward to it. I've I like Kill Zones in the past, so I'm definitely looking forward to that game. And then they showed a, a game called Drive Club. The cars look amazing, but again, it's just a driving game. Nothing special. Didn't seem like anything really new in that um, way. Um, and then they had a very interesting introduction for uh, inf- Infamous Second Son. Um, he started talking, to, he came out, and it was all dramatic, and, and Patrick, you, you make sure you, want, you uh, watch this part. He comes out, and he goes, our security is at risk and all this stuff. Our security comes at a high price, our freedom. And then he talks about how, you know, what would happen if a bunch of humans were born with superpowers, um, and they could cause mass destruction with nothing more than, you know, the... the Their body. Like a thought or something? Yeah, and how security would have to change because, you know, metal detectors and all that stuff would no longer matter and, you know, guns would be useless and all this stuff. Um, Pretty cool introduction. I suggest checking that out, the introduction for it. The game looked good, but uh, it just looked like a superhero infamous type game, so... Um, And then, again, the video followed for that. And the last video I watched before, um, or I was, uh, uh, there was a demo for a game called The Witness. And that's basically where where we're going to stop this week. A lot of information, and that was only the first half. Um, I I heard the second half is mostly just tech demos and uh, live demos and stuff. Um, Again, they did not show the console at all. So wah, wah, wah. that was a huge fail by Sony, um, but I mean, I guess it's uh, some maybe they're saving that for E3. I don't know, but there you go. So that's the first half. Next next week uh, we'll probably have the second half. It shouldn't be as long. I'll, again, most of this was technical stuff, and I I have a feeling the second half is mostly demos. So, I'll just name the games that are announced and such. Um,
1: are we taking a break or?
0: Uh, How long have we been recording? I don't think we've been recording that long. Oh, I guess we have, huh? (laughs) All right, we'll we'll take a second break and we'll be right back. from uh, that break and,
1: and it was an actual long break this time
0: yeah i, I would say that was perfect timing for break only about oh, the, oh, uh, only about 30 seconds after uh we we stopped recording patrick's internet cut out for the last what at least 10 minutes
1: yeah i had to reset my uh router yeah um what's it called uh i was going to mention before we go on to our next thing and finish up um I was going to tell you about when we were talking about PS4.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh so, you know, a friend of ours of, of the podcast Johnny, he as soon as he got the announcement, he drove down to GameStop. He called a couple of GameStop and one of the GameStops told him he they were taking they would take reservations. He was going to go down there and pay his off. Wow. Uh yeah, he's juiced up for the PS4. Um well, I'm gonna have to put him on here.
0: He's a huge uh, PS4 uh, PlayStation fanboy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I'm going to have to get him on here so he can get off his excitement. Uh but yeah. it was hilarious cuz um uh it was when he when he went down there he was all like, "Oh man, they they lied to me." Uh uh you know I, they they said I couldn't do it yet. They'd keep me updated and everything.
0: Yeah, cuz they don't know any information about it yet.
1: <laughs> so I him I was like, "Bro, they just announced the 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 system, they didn't even show it." I yeah. mean, I thought pre-orders for it. So right now, he's sitting at home, waiting for a call or an email or something to be said about the PS4 being, taking pre-orders for it. You know, he has the money ready, and he will have his paid off already.
0: That's hilarious. That that, I, that I, That's good, though. That's good for him. At least they, we know they'll have one good sale. No, I'm kidding. Alright, let's uh, get into our King of the Nerds episode 7 recap. This was a another intense, intense week. um what did you think about this week? Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was another great episode. These last three episodes, uh I guess it would be five, six, and seven have by far shown me that this this series is uh worth watching um and also uh Patrick was uh he tweeted but we we ah, okay, they did confirm that there will be a season two.
1: Yes, there is going to be a Season 2 on the...
0: Yes. Um, and actually, Celeste has the- been tweeting that if you're interested, there's a, a website you can go to and put your name in. So um, I, I can find that, and I'll try to put, remember to put that link in the show notes, too. All right, so let's get into it. The Nerd War was uh, the first of the free-for-all challenges, and actually, the most science geeky one of them all so far. Um, basically, the winner would take Immunity. The task was to figure out how many panes of glass would break when a certain object fell from a set distance. Um, they showed an example. I think it was a 12-pound uh, bowling ball or a 6-pound bowling ball, something like that. Dropped from a certain distance would f- break four panes of a certain thickness of glass, all that stuff. So, of course, um, uh, and and before actually before I get into that, I want to say that, Mugaga is one of my favorite characters on this show. And I don't want to make it seem like I'm down-talking her in any way by saying this. But, uh... And she was even talking about herself. Little Miss NASA should have no problem with this one. But she actually struggled a lot. Um, So basically, they were all given raw data and computers and everything to basically learn the... Equations that they needed to learn within the day. The next day was the challenge. Um, basically, they would have to do the calculations in their head. So, basically, Muguga kind of, you know, was like, oh, you know, I just got this. Just call her move, bro. <laughs> okay, yeah, I call her Moo.
1: <laughs> so that's what they call her. It just makes it easier to yeah. say.
0: Um, so, she kind of was like, okay, I got this. Celeste and um, Genevieve were kind of like, well, we have really don't know what we're doing much, but... We're going to try. And Danielle was like, you know what? I have a feeling that if I don't win this, I'm going home this week. So I'm going to spend all night and try to get this. And as she put it, she found um, people using examples with My Little Pony and trying to disprove 9-11. Uh, and basically, she, when everyone else was asleep, she said she's staying up because she doesn't want to be – If she, if she does go home, she'd rather know that she gave it her all and – you know, did everything she could possibly do to, to win the challenge. So, the next day, um, you know, they, they basically the way it worked is you got one point for getting the correct answer minus one point for each pane of glass that you got wrong. So in other words, if it only broke four panes of glass and you said six, you got minus two points. Uh, so basically, after all the questions, Danielle wins. Moo ends up I th- she in the, either in the second or... Because there's three questions. Mm. Danielle got two and Moo <sighs> got one. I
1: think, if I remember right...
0: Ivan might have came in second. Ivan
1: came in second. No.
0: But I think it was only by one point. I think... Basically what it came down yeah. to is Danielle got two questions right. Ivan and Moo got one question right. And Celeste and... Uh,
1: they got one right. But they had gotten... Oh, they the got more of- wrong... They were, like, negative one or something like that, or yeah. negative two.
0: I think it was negative two. I think Danielle was the only positive I one. I think
1: Moo came in third. Yeah, it was right, either second right. or
0: third. I, I forget. I know that both Ivan and Moo had a chance to take the win during the third question, but uh, both of them, neither of them got it right. Uh, all right, so that means that she had Danielle had immunity. Not only that, but it meant she gets to pick one of the two people going to the nerd off. Yep. Um, all of a sudden she got an attitude, nothing, she didn't want anything to do with pretty much anybody else in the house. Um, not only her own own team either. Um, so, uh, Celeste and, um, Genevieve was like, oh, you know, I think it'd be kind of cool if we all moved into the same room. And. Oh, that's
1: completely annoyed her.
0: Yeah. Ivan and, um, Moo were like, oh yeah, that's fine. And Daniel's like, I don't understand why we need to do that. Da da, da, da. And she was like really adamant about it and she was like Oh well, I don't she
1: even... doesn't really have a fondness for Genevieve so
0: Or or Celeste really, but yeah, Genevieve even more Well
1: mostly I mean I'd say mostly, because every time they show her doing a little cutscene she's
0: Yeah, because Genevieve... making fun
1: of her because of the way she, she's singing a Disney song or something, as yeah, she would put it.
0: As she put it, yeah. Um so then, like I said things get interesting. Dan- Danielle wins, gains immunity and total power over the house basically because Moo put herself up as the second person.
1: She, yeah, she volunteered.
0: She did this because she felt like she wanted to redeem herself from basically not getting the challenge not winning the challenge that she should have. But as we've seen in this show, Celeste didn't win the gaming challenge. Um and uh, basically, none of the ones that they were like, I got this. them, um, uh, what was it? The comic book challenge. Who? Uh, what was her name? The one we don't, we never liked.
1: Some with an A. Yeah. I already, yeah, I already <laughs> forgot blocked her, name. her out of my head. Uh, she. I'll look it
0: up. She didn't win the comic book challenge, even though she was supposedly "quote unquote" the comic book nerd. Um, so oh, you know what? Yeah, that, yeah that, that was the funny one to me too, because,
1: and then she got all pissy because like. Oh. Well, I've only started watching comics from the '90s. I know so it's like, reading, excuse me, not watching, reading. Yeah, reading. And it's like, uh, you think that, oh, yeah, we're oh, since you only know from the '90s, we're only going to go from the '90s. Yeah, come on.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Al-
1: Alana, uh, Al- Alana,
0: Alana, there you go, Alana. You said it right the first time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Alana. And so I mean, it's, it's it's kind of been a theme of this, you know, like, and I think it's just because uh, um, the people who think that they that they're the best they're like oh I got this and they don't try hard enough in the preparing you know like Alana she didn't she was like oh I don't even need to look up comic books and Moo was kind of like real really didn't research the physics too much either and it's the same kind of thing you know um and but to Moo's um defense I did want to say that she she said that she underestimated the p- um pains and she said that's something that she's always done with physics when she has to estimate. So that's... I mean, it's it's kind of like one of those things. Uh, it was a pretty good challenge, though. And then, so, okay. So now we're in the house and everything. And um, Danielle's all of a sudden... Huge attitude. Especially now that she's the the immunity. She's like... She basically... She didn't say it outright. But she basically... Said, I don't care what other... She was had an I don't care what other people think attitude. Um, And, of course, the rest of them had to pitch why they shouldn't go to the nerd off. And it started with Celeste. And... She basically went in there and... Swallowed her pride. <laughs> yeah, she swallowed her pride. Now, she didn't throw anybody under the bus. She didn't say, oh, I think this is what you should do. She just went and said, oh, what do you think you should do? And then whatever um, Danielle said, she basically agreed with, even if she didn't really agree with it. She was basically saying, you know, she just, oh, she she's like, I'll just shake my head yes, and whatever makes her feel good and keeps me out of the uh, nerd off. Yeah, everything,
1: she she never officially said anything other than just, Hmm. Uh huh. After their talk, uh, yeah, that's that's an idea. mm Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Kind of like when
0: you're telling a story, and I, uh huh. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. So, was, so basically, <laughs> after that conversation, Danielle came to the conclusion that Genevieve was the strongest in the house, and she needs to go. But she also felt like Genevieve and Ivan deserved a chance to to say their piece. Now. Me and Patrick kind of uh, don't agree with what exactly was – what happened here. I think that uh, Danielle was more – I'm sorry. Genevieve didn't exactly say, hey, you know, you should pick Celeste instead of me. Um, Ivan definitely said that you should pick Celeste over Genevieve. But I think that's because Genevieve was in the room with her, with him. Well, no.
1: She she was planning on putting up Genevieve. That's what she pretty much she told –
0: Celeste.
1: Celeste. She was like, look, she's – from day one was my biggest threat, and I, I always felt like she knows a little bit of everything, and and that's how she, she keeps surviving. She's survived two nerd offs already, Th- three, um, the fourth, three. Excuse me, you're right. No, two. Oh, was this her uh, Yeah, two. Okay, at, at this point, two. Okay, um, and that you know instead of like where some of these guys know one a lot of one thing, she knows a lot about everything. Yeah. And so she always felt threatened by her. Um, and she Danielle says she knows how it feels to be thrown underneath the bus, or or whatever, or have the rug pulled out from underneath her. So she wants to tell her to her face. So she's walking with Ivan and, and Genevieve to one of the rooms to talk, and she said, "I looked over and I saw the throne of games, and it wasn't." And Danielle said, "In her head, she it wasn't the throne of comic books, science. It wasn't science. the throne of physics. It wasn't the throne of." comic books. It wasn't the throne of um, trivia. It was the throne of games. So in her head, she thought the final challenge must be a video game challenge. Yeah,
0: that's kind of what she was thinking. And She's thinking, you know, the, the only two gamers in the house are her and Celeste. So maybe if they're the final two, then her biggest challenge would not be Genevieve, but i would actually be Celeste.
1: Yes. And so then that's when they went in there and started talking. She started talking. Danielle started talking to Um, Genevieve and Ivan Genevieve and and, and Ivan and was saying hey you know maybe this might be what I want to do now of course Ivan my name's not involved and Moves
0: already thrown her her name in the hat I'll go with whatever you say yeah Ivan basically said uh, again I think it was because Genevieve was in the room Um, I I don't know what he would have said if she wasn't in the room but he basically said oh yeah uh, if I was you I would pick Celeste
1: well, at the end of the day, though, too, I mean, it, it's not a team thing anymore. So, if the biggest threat to Danielle is Celeste, for example, you know what I mean? It's like Ivan can try to say whatever he wants, and she can say, "Well, my biggest threat is so and so." Well, it's not a team thing anymore. Yeah. So Danielle's got to look out for herself. Of course, yeah. So was you know so
0: you know so Genevieve basically Genevieve went ahead and did what she had to do to save herself. Or try to save herself. I feel like she threw, kind of kind of threw Celeste under the bus. She even said
1: she even said it herself. I kind of threw her under the bus, but I got to do what I got to do to survive, which at the end of the day is true. But what I but what, did tell Celeste, uh, Celeste and well Celeste and Genevieve said to each other that they wouldn't.
0: Yeah, and here's so my th- thing about Danielle. It seemed, and granted, I'm sure we only saw a small portion of the conversation, um, but. Daniel seems like she's pretty easily manipulated. Because think about it. She talked to Celeste, and all of a sudden, she picked Genevieve. She talked to Genevieve, she picked Celeste. She talked to Celeste, she picked Genevieve. You know what I mean? It's like... At the end of the... Like I said, I think she
1: was dead set on Genevieve until she she looked at the throne and thought to herself, it's a video game throne. Yeah. That's some kind of connection. Now, we'll find out next week when the final episode airs. Mm -hmm. But... We I don't you know, we don't know if it's gonna be a final thing is this you know, maybe yep. the biggest thing that connected to everybody they thought would be video games and that's why they made the video game chair, but yeah. Danielle Daniel might be on to something
0: on that. Yeah, she might, yeah. And then um, so so next we move uh so Danielle basically tells Genevieve and uh, see this is where I think Genevieve did Celeste the most wrong. Danielle tells Genevieve and Ivan, Okay, I'm gonna pick uh Celeste, but I don't feel like calling her in here and telling her. I'm scared to talk to her about it. So I'm going to leave her a note for her to find in the morning when she wakes up.
1: Yeah, now to me, uh, this was chicken shit on Danielle's part because, miss, I know what it's like to get the rug pulled out from underneath me, and
0: I want to tell the person that I do to their face. But it's kind of wrong. It's definitely wrong by Danielle, but Genevieve kind of did did her wrong too. Genevieve, if she truly was her friend in there, I mean... Okay, whatever, off the show. But if if they if they were truly had that alliance to go to the final two together, Genevieve should have gone in there and said, Celeste, this is what happened. You know, I think Danielle's going to put you up. Well, okay,
1: she could have given him the fair warning, but at the same time, Genevieve was trying to work her magic of to course. make her put up Genevieve or Celeste. So of course, she wasn't going to go in there and say anything. Now, if she yeah. was trying to avoid it and maybe pull Danielle to the side later and said, Hey, you know, Ivan's really the last guy here, if there's something physical, well, then the most physical person here would be Ivan. Not trying to sound sexist, females out there, but let's face the facts. Yeah, I mean... Uh, every, every time so, they had a... Phys- even even uh, even he said during that Sudoku... Um, um, challenge.
0: Challenge? Yeah,
1: but what was that? Rubik's Cube challenge. Oh, yeah, yeah. I came in the most handy just with the, the physical part. Well, you know, and... The facts, whether it's sexist aside... Ivan was one of the biggest guys in the house. Yeah, definitely. And he's the most physical, so she could have pulled him aside and tried to, you know, look. If there's a physical challenge, we might have a physical challenge coming up. You know, Ivan is the most physical person in the house right now. But no, she all she she was feeding Danielle fuel. She was throwing more fuel on the fire for Danielle to put Celeste up. Let's face yeah, back.
0: yeah. Uh, I agree. I agree. I, she didn't come out right right out and say it, but she definitely implied it. Um, and. To, for lack of a better term, the note that Daniel left basically – and I'm just being funny here – but said, yep, I know I told you would not I wouldn't put you up, but oh, well, you're going up in the morning. <laughs> and I felt so sorry uh, when, when Celeste saw that note. Um, it caught her face. The camera did. And she just looked so shocked. I was like, I felt so sorry for her.
1: Well, you know, yeah, that to me is chicken shit because yeah. – like I said, miss, I know what it's like to be screwed over and blah, 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 blah. And she just had a conversation with her the night before saying, You're safe, you're fine, I'm going after be Now, if she changed her mind, she has every right to. Yeah. But it's not like she couldn't walk over to where her room was. Mm hmm. She and sure the hell did it to write out a note.
0: So then, so then, um, Celeste, and and for basically the first time in the show, she kind of, she's always been the shy, quiet one. Sure, you've seen a more, uh, intense version of her on her little interviews, but never to the other players. You know what I mean? She kind of basically, she even said as She said she was so tired of being basically walked on that she, she was like, uh, she's done being the, you know, shy, quiet person. And she just goes up to Daniel and says, we need to talk. And then all she basically says is what, what happened? Um, and Danielle says, well, basically Genevieve said that you, sh- uh, I should put you up instead of her. And then Celeste is like, oh, really? It's like that, basically. And then, you know, so Celeste was basically...
1: You can see her face right away. Game
0: on. Yeah, basically, yeah, game on. And she, then at that point, she basically, um, much like much like Genevieve, she didn't say, hey, take me off and put Genevieve up, but she, she basically... No, she kind of did. But she, she didn't... Was,
1: she, she was like... <laughs> she, she did it in a, yeah, it in a manipulative she, that's way. That's how she
0: works it's, she's exactly. malip-
1: she's a talker she's malip- yes. manipulative and that's great I, say the word for me strategic no ma- manipulative manip- manipulative thank you <laughs> get, yes. get that damn word out but in that like she said, remember she said, she even said something about like she did that a lot on our when we were the blue team and i think that's another reason why she got so far yeah. she acts like she don't know much but mm-hmm. then all of a sudden when she gets thrown into two nerd offs she wins them on stuff that she knew nothing oh, about yeah yeah, I go well, and 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 then that's when Danielle was like,
0: hmm. but you know, it's again, um, both Genevieve and uh, Celeste easily manipulated Danielle. Granted, Danielle might not have been so like knowing exactly what she wanted, but Danielle seems seems like she's so easily manipulated, and not just not just in this episode, but in other episodes too. So. Big surprise to Genevieve when they get up there, Danielle's like, "Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't get to tell this person. I really wanted to, but bam, Genevieve, you're going up and the next thing um genevieve uh is seen on her interview basically crying as she has done in many episodes, and basically saying, "Well, I guess I, I no longer have a friend with celeste and I was like, "Wow, that's pretty crazy pretty uh pretty lots of lots of uh twists in the in the middle of this episode. So that brings us to the Nerd Off, and you know, you'd expect them, you know, they had a a very physics-related nerd war, you expected it to kind of carry over into something like that in the Nerd Off, but instead they just had to stack different objects. Now granted, I'm not saying it doesn't take some skill, um, but it's kind of like one of those things where, you know, I expected something a little more sciencey. you know what I mean?
1: Well, I mean, you say that, but then you get a bunch of random items and try to make it ten feet tall without falling. Again, I'm not saying
0: it doesn't take some skill, but I think even Moo was thinking it would be more sciencey. Well, Um, so basically, you
1: you know, it's like that. When I was uh, taking heating and air conditioning, one of my teachers, uh, Mr. M, he always said one thing: don't overthink it. Just remember, kiss, and we're like, kiss. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. So even though it's physics, it still has something to do with it. Oh yeah. I mean it's it's, it's stacking, but you gotta remember it's not like so, um uh, it's not like they have um Lincoln logs or something that's something really stackable. It was a bunch of random items.
0: It was, yeah, basically it was random nerdy items, uh including uh old video game systems, books and Rubik's Cubes and uh all kinds Word. of stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, um basically the contest Mo- was for
1: huh? I was say Mutha she had in the bag because she spent the whole night climb. Uh, uh, oh, just building, building things. stuff and and um, Genevieve also spent the night, but uh, building stuff. But it was more like house of cards stuff.
0: Well, she was she what what Genevieve was trying to do was to learn how to best build a base. Yeah, yeah, a base, and yeah, yeah. and I think that it paid off. But um, basically the rules were first to ten feet or the tallest after ten minutes. Um and it was really close and Moo was actually beating Genevieve by far at the beginning. Um and then things slowed down and they kinda evened out and Moo was like the, the funny thing is is Moo was going and Genevieve fell fell
1: down and then she caught up to Moo again.
0: Yeah, but well Moo was still winning but she but Genevieve was like going faster than her and then Genevieve was like, or Moo was like, they were like, oh, shoot it, because they, they were able to have use a nerf gun to knock it, their opponents down. Well, Moo kind of picked up the nerf gun and tried to shoot uh, Genevieve's, and it just didn't budge. I mean, it was solid. So, um, and the next the thing... Other, the other thing, too, though, is
1: um, uh, she realized it wasn't... Genevieve right away realized there wasn't necessarily enough stuff to stack at 10 feet, so she started doing other things to try to Extend it. Like Like she took uh, two game cartridges and put a ruler in between them to extend it and make it higher.
0: Yeah. Um, And right after um, Moo tried to shoot down Genevieve's tower, she turned around and her whole tower fell. She was left with maybe... bumped it. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure if she bumped it or just kind of tipped over from like her moving around it. But um, maybe she maybe had one foot left on the bottom. And so she kind of just... Well, she was like, okay, I, this is the only chance I have. So they both went at it, and she noticed that uh, Genevieve basically wouldn't get to 10 feet. It was really close, but there was no way she'd be able to get to 10 feet. So at that point, there was only like a minute or two left, or maybe it was three minutes. And Mu was like, you know what, I just need to build the tallest tower I can make. And she actually caught up. They were at six foot e- each um, with like 30 seconds to go. and uh, it was a little than taller than six. No, I, well, and then they kept building a little bit longer. And then basically what happened was at the last couple seconds, Genevieve stuck something on top that hers added seven and a half feet, I believe it was, and Moose was like 7 feet. Really close, and Genevieve pulled out the win.
1: And the other three contestants weren't too happy.
0: No. And basically at this point, there's one episode left that is the final four. Um, you have Ivan... Genevieve, Danielle and Celeste. And I would like oh, to Oh, say- Team Celeste. Oh yeah. I would like to say that Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say that I am so happy that uh um I mean I I even before this show came out I was like, hey, I recognize Celeste because I've seen her in the in on videos and stuff in the industry before. Like like I said before, she's uh been to many different conferences and stuff. And she's also uh we used to be part of uh, Major League Gaming, and so I was like, you know, I'm going to root for her. And she's also the the true gamer girl. Danielle, to me, is – is she talks World of Warcraft all the time, but that's about all she ever really talked about gaming. And I don't know. To me – Well, Celeste, they're both gamer girls. Just one's oh, more, yeah.
1: I think, open – I mean, more more rounded. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that Danielle's not a gamer girl. Danielle's just, more focused on one I I'm area. not saying
0: Danielle's not a gamer girl. I'm just saying that uh, Celeste was more –
1: Rounded to different games other than just World of Warcraft.
0: More like the kind of person that I would I would play games with. You know what I mean? Um, so, I'm li- I am mean, no matter what happens next week during the finale, I'm happy that uh, we've been rooting from her since, well, two weeks before the series started. Soon, actually, as soon as
1: we found out that she was on there telling you the truth.
0: Yeah, yeah, basically. I think it was two or three weeks when she posted that video. Well, I saw uh, on her YouTube, she posted a video saying she's going to be on TV. And uh, that's when I started getting in contact with her, and um, you know, let's uh give a little um little information.
1: Fingers crossed here.
0: Yeah, a uh, little reveal before we end this podcast. Just tonight, actually, I, I have been in- talking to Celeste uh, on and off over the last couple weeks, and she is going to be on our podcast within the next couple weeks.
1: Yeah, buddy.
0: We're we're hoping it'll be um episode one hundred and ten, but. Uh, You know, it depends. We have not made any concrete plans on if it will be this next week or the week after. But she will be on our show very soon, so make sure you tune in for that. That's going to be a a big show. And, yeah, we will have uh, Celeste on our show really soon. We're very excited and cannot wait. With that said, let's go ahead and end this thing now. If you want to get a hold of us for any reason at all, you can email us at kvgt04 at com. Our website, kvgtpodcast.com. .com. <laughs> you can check us out on Facebook, and please do, and make sure you like us when you go there. That's at facebook.com slash kvgtpodcast. And talk nerdy to us. Oh, yes, talk nerdy to us. We are on iTunes, and again, I, I have forgotten to say this many many weeks in a row, but we are on iTunes, so please, if you're... Um if you use iTunes search Nights of the Video Game Table, make sure although uh I notice most people are not finding this a problem, but we do have two feeds, one's outdated and I've been trying to get it deleted, but it just hasn't happened. Um just make sure it is the one that has all our episodes, uh up to a hundred well, nine now. And yeah, we're on Twitter KVGT podcast or at KVGT podcast. You can reach me on my personal one at soul subscriber or no I do that every week at SoulScribbler <laughs> you don't know
1: your own Twitter I always say soulscribbler. <laughs> stupid s-
0: subscriber um, I also have a second one dedicated to the podcast called at KVGT Jeremy that I do use so either one or both is great and Patrick is at BigSolo64 and as for our personal blogs you can find my writer- writer's blog at AWriterStruggle.com and Patrick at
1: Patrick's thoughts sixty four dot blogspot dot com.
0: Now for a little bit of our family of as always the Nerdgasm Network at Nerdgasm dot com. And if you are interested in reading the series challenge, as Patrick was talking about earlier, that is at nerdgasm com. Also, check out extraplay.info, dot info, rpgweekly dot com, no dot net, dot com, and the ever great beyond the headset dot co. And that's about it. Any last words, Patrick?
1: Um, oogly Moogly.
0: There you go. My last words is, I can't wait for Celeste to be on the show.
1: No, I can't either. I'm <laughs> juiced. That's why uh, earlier in the show when I was like, oh, shit, check Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> we literally
0: got the reply from her. because we, We've known that she, she was going to be on for a while, but we didn't know if it would happen this month or next month. But during the show, we... Uh, Well, I figured she'd want to be on after the show
1: was over. Yeah, me too, yeah. After King of the Nerds was over. Yeah.
0: All right, well, have a good week, and we'll see you next time.